And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. And Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you once again. Hey, it's Thursday night and uh, we're back in the uh, friendly confines of the uh, home studio. Um, I'm just kidding. We had a great time last week. It was awesome being there with my mom and dad for uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I already see my mom's on here saying happy, happy birthday. Yes, it is my birthday today. Thank you, Mama, uh, for wishing me a happy birthday. We had a great uh, meal. My wife prepared for me. Uh, she's an excellent cook and um, had an excellent, excellent meal. Uh, I did okay. I didn't, I didn't go overboard. I tried to, tried to pace myself. And um, uh, Sister Chrissy from our, our local body of believers here where we, we meet in our little church, uh, she brought or she made me a cheesecake for my birthday cake, and it was awesome. It was great. And so thank you for joining me here on my birthday. Um, I just wanted to mention while while you're here and everybody's joining in, I see uh, Brother uh, Daruna and, and Brother Gabriel and several other people um, are already uh, starting to check in. So that's great to see. Um, I, I look like... Uh, if you guys would, uh, maybe somebody is watching, I kind of look like I'm not uh, very exposed here, like my exposure setting. I don't know, it looks a little bit dark in my monitor, but uh, that's okay. Um, I think it's all coming in clear, and you guys can hear me all right, I'm, I'm assuming. And so, um, thank you for joining me again. Like I said, we're back here in uh, Pennsylvania at uh, the studio and uh, I just wanted to make a quick plug for all the platforms. Uh, people have been talking to me today on the, the ministry page and um, also on the regular my regular personal page, but uh, uh, wishing me happy birthday, so I just say thank you for that. But uh, if you want to see what's the latest and greatest, what's going on here with the ministries, a really quick way to do that is on Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Uh, that's the, the name you type in into Facebook if you're on there. If that's something that you do, I know not everybody is uh, wants to be on there, and that's fine. And then, uh, if you want to hit me up, if you want to actually uh, talk to me, uh, probably the best way is on ltmbiy at yahoo.com. You can hit me up on the email and say, "Hey, brother Mike, how, how's it going?" And um, I just uh, send an email out to uh, brother Brad. Uh, if you guys know who I'm talking about, brother Brad, he's got a, a channel. Uh, here on YouTube as well, and um, just posted about the, the he uh, made a video about, you know, trust in the Lord, no matter what happens with whether or not this is the last YouTube video, this is the last week of doing this, if we get taken down, whatever, 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 and brothers, sisters, it doesn't matter, God's in control, he'll take care of it, and um, even if we get taken off of Facebook, I'll still continue to do the podcast, obviously there'll be audio only, um, and there'll be, I'm not sure if there's a way to really do those live, but we'll figure it all out. Okay. So, and, uh, speaking of podcasts, let this mind be in you ministries podcast, just type that in on podcast, P O D C A S T S.com and I, our heart radio podcast and Apple podcast. If you want to check those out, if you want to listen to them in your car, as you're heading down the road. Brother Daruna says, amen, God is in control of everything. That's right. If he wants to move me onto a different platform and uh, we're done here on Facebook, so be it. We'll figure something out, okay? Not something to be concerned with. But Brother Brad uh, just did that video, and um, 
for some reason his uh his channel name is escaping me. I think it's Accountable KJV. If I'm wrong on that, uh, my apologies, but uh, I believe that's the where I saw that. So I don't know if he's on here tonight, but uh, Brother Brad, if you watch this later on, um, thank you for that video. You know, I wasn't struggling with that, but it's good to see other brothers out there trusting in the Lord. No matter how much hard work we put into these videos and all the time and effort, God's in control, and uh, we'll move on from there. I see Brother Tim is on here as well. Hey, Brother Tim. Oh, and um, I don't know if he's on here yet, but uh, I have the latest and greatest from uh, Brother Jacob Thompson, Brother JT here. And for those listening on the audio podcast later on, this is a uh, pamphlet that um, I helped proofread and a bunch of brothers and stuff helped uh, Brother JT and worked on it. And uh, He did all the work as far as... Um, the writing, but it's a lot of scriptures. That's why there's so many pages, but it goes from Romans 1 through Romans 10, and uh, just exposing what man is, so, and exposing uh, who they are in the eyes of God, and um, stripping away self-righteousness through the Word of God here, and um, it's it's an excellent thing. If you've been talking to somebody for a while, and, um, you know, you keep taking them to the Word of God. You keep having gospel conversations with them. This is something that you would you would be able to hand them and say, "Look, just you know, read through this because it's scripture after scripture after scripture." And uh, I, it's it's an excellent uh, tool to use. And then on the back, it has uh, different ministries on there. One of them being mine, as uh, in fact. And if you want to contact me, if you're seeing this in the future, so just wanted to mention that. Uh, they're only like, uh, I think they're only like a couple dollars a piece to purchase and obviously they're free. You're not going to sell these things. Um, you just give them out as the Lord lays it on your heart. As he opens, he has those, uh, those opportunities that are given. You can hand those out to people. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. Now getting into, uh, we left off last time with my dad in uh, Romans chapter five. So I, uh, I want to get through that as, as quickly as, not as quickly as possible, as quickly as the Lord have us to move through it. Uh, so if you would, open up your Bibles to Romans chapter 5, Romans chapter 5, and we'll begin there. And I'm excited for what this uh, chapter has to hold. And, you know, there's some questions that I have in here, so be prepared for that. Also, um, on this live chat here, um, I, I mentioned today, you know, obviously it's my physical birthday um, but, uh, I wanted you out there to think about your, uh, your spiritual birthday. So, uh, if you want to go ahead and do that, just put on your, uh, what you just in a few words, you know, talking about your spiritual birthday when, uh, just as Jesus said, you must be born again. So when was that, when did that happen for you? And, uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in hearing, I've heard a lot of your, uh, your testimonies that are on this page right now. But if you would, if you're watching this later on, uh, leave that in the comments as well. Leave it in the comments. Uh, when was your spiritual birthday? And if you haven't had a spiritual birthday, meaning you have not been born again, I would love to talk to you. So just bring it, bring it, uh, just bring it and put it down on the, in the comments section of that. And uh, Brother Tim's sitting there saying, uh, I only caught a little what Brother Michael said in the beginning, but yeah, I don't know what's happening with YouTube. I don't either, but um, I was speaking of Brother Tim uh, 
Brother Brad's um, video. It's I think it's Accountable KJV. I might be wrong on that on that um, on that channel name. I'll have to look it up later, but I, I believe that's what it is. But uh, he's he's got a lot of good uh, studies on his. Uh, he does a lot of uh, a lot of research on some things, so you want to check that out. All right, all right. So let's get into Romans chapter five, and uh, you know, last time we left off with uh, verse five, but uh, let's just go back to verse one. It says, "Therefore, being justified by faith." Notice again how the wording of this is: we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I think that's excellent, excellent. As we've been talking through the book of Romans, by faith through, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Uh, speaking of the glory of God, the glory of the Lord, a lot of, um, I think a few other people have done it, but mainly the video that I love to, to point people to is the glory of the Lord. It's like a two hour long video, but there's so much in it that uh, Brother Jacob's got on his channel sinners to repentance. So you can check that out when you can. Verse three, it says, not, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, if you go back to verse two, I wanted to point something out here. I, I've spoken about it before, but if you would, just turn back really quick to uh, go through the, the Hebrew study that we did, but go, turn back to the Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse uh, 19, we'll start there. Look at this access here. Look at brothers sisters out there, if you've been saved, you've been born again, you've had that spiritual birthday, look at the access we have now. Verse 19 says in Hebrews chapter 10, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by faith through Jesus Christ, by a new and living way. It's interesting it says living way because we've talked about that on the Gift of God series, talking about the uh, Oh, no, the video, I Thirst, speaking about living water. And uh, check that video out when you can. But living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil. There it is, through the veil. That is to say, his flesh. Because of what he did for us on the cross, as we'll speak about later on throughout Romans chapter 5 and all throughout the book. What he did, we now have access through him, which is that veil. They came into the court... Uh, they came into the temple in the Old Testament time frame. They could only go so far. They had to offer up the, the spotless lamb. The priest had to bless it and all sorts of different uh, rituals and different things and washing of their hands in the labor and all this other kinds of things. But only one person, one time a year, entered into the Holy of Holies. Only one person, one time a year, and that was the high priest. Brothers, sisters, we are now priests and kings. We have access to, we can go to our Heavenly Father at any time because of what He did for us on the cross. That's an amazing thought to think about that the Creator of this entire universe, when the Bible says He made the stars also, 
as like almost like an afterthought, you know, they just, they just made the stars also amazing. If you look up at the sky and you think about the vastness of space and then you look at that and you say, what a mighty God, the same mighty God humbled himself, took on the form of a servant as we'll talk about in a second and gave us access. Amen. And amen. I pray that you've had that new birth. Uh, no man cometh unto the father, but by me, Jesus said. So, Please, 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 don't delay. Now, in uh, going back to Romans chapter 5 and verse 3 through 7, we see here, uh, we left off verse 5, I think. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. Uh, you can look at talk about, the, for time's sake, we won't turn there, and we'll get to it, but Romans 9 and verse 33 and also Romans 10 and verse 11, talking about the maketh not ashamed. So check those verses out later on. Um, and then verse 6, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. You know, those good people in your life, you know, I know a lot of you brethren's out, uh, brethren out here, um, when you when you're, you know somebody really well and, you know, somebody's about to do them harm, it, it takes a lot of, of courage to step in front and to lay down your life for that person. Well, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Yeah, you know, a good man. Well, look at the next verse, verse 8. This is when, this is when uh, it just brings it all clearly into view but god commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us we weren't righteous as we've seen already in romans 3 none righteous no not one there you know our throats were open sepulchers we were dead in trespasses and sins but even while we were yet sinners christ died for us Verse 9 says, verse 9 says, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Now, just as a little side note, we're not going to go down this road, but when you think about wrath, just think about the book of 1 Thessalonians. Now, the, the church of Thessalonica was the, was the one of the most persecuted churches in all of uh Christian history, okay? Uh, they were really persecuted in that region, in that Thessalonica region. And they thought already that Christ had come. You know, Paul had to write him a letter to even say, hey, look, you know, don't worry yourselves. These things, there's certain things that are going to happen. These things, this, such and such. If you want to have some, if you start doubting, you know, I don't know, is it, it already passed us by? No, it hasn't. And that's what Paul wrote to the Thessalonians there in 1 Thessalonians. But when it talks about the wrath, uh, 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 10, 2 and verse 16, and 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 9, we are not subject to that wrath to come. I'll just read one of those verses here. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. 
Wherefore, comfort yourself together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And then if you turn back, now we're already over here, so you might as well just turn with me to 1 Thessalonians 2 and verse 16. Forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved to fill up their sin alway, for the wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. This is speaking of uh, the Jews, forbidding them to go speak to the Gentiles. It's uh, interesting that the wrath will be on them. It's the time of Jacob's trouble, time of Jacob's trouble. And then one more uh, chapter back in uh, 1 Thessalonians 1 and verse 10. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom we have, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from wrath, from the wrath to come. The body of Christ, the believers, the bride, will not be here for the time of Jacob's trouble. It is not for us. We are not subject to wrath. Okay, that's another um, that's another subject for a different day. But just think about that in Romans five. Verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Would you turn with me now to Second Corinthians? I just wanted to stop right here on reconciled here in verse 10 and just bring up a couple verses here. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Be turning along with me, but Second Corinthians chapter five. Let's see. First, uh, what did I say? Second Corinthians chapter five and verse eighteen. Excuse me for that. I love this verse, this passage right here. Because in verse 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Well, there's another verse on the Godhead. Not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed... Us, un, or excuse me, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. And amen on that. So we see there the, the, the correlation and then. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 21 through 22, speaking of that reconciliation that happens. Now, this is going to get into some of the reconciliation part. It's just right before he starts speaking about Adam. We once had fellowship as mankind because we were created perfect, okay, in the garden. Mankind was created perfect. He saw that it was good. There was no sin. We belong to God. We had perfect fellowship as, as mankind walked with God. That's where the reconciliation comes in because we are now reconciled back to him through him. 
He he reconciled us back to him through himself. God will provide himself a lamb. Amazing stuff to think about of what he just what he did for us and we're going to get to that right now. Verse 11 says, and not only so, but we also have joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Now I underline that because the word atonement in the New Testament, uh, I'm even including the Gospels in, in that statement, but it is the only time the word atonement is even used. That's it. In the entire of the New Testament, there's one place right here. Well, that's because the atonement was made once. We saw that perfect sacrifice in the book of Hebrews where he entered into um, once, one time. Can't crucify him fresh and anew, you know, losing your salvation and gaining it, losing it. It's not yours to lose or gain, okay? It's through him. So there is no, to me, I don't know why that, that's a pretty simple basic concept of a doctrine. It's a pretty basic doctrine. Uh, Hebrews 6 even speaks about that, that even if it were possible, you couldn't, re- you couldn't be saved again. And that's going to take on a really deeper meaning in the time of Jacob's trouble because once they take the mark, that's it. That's it, period. So that's interesting that that's found in the same book. But atonement is only found, this is the only time, because it only happened one time through the death of the testator, that atonement was made, that perfect sacrifice. Amen and amen, and amen. Verse 12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We see the same thing again. It keeps going. It says, For until the law, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Now, I have this underlined with a little bit of a question mark. Um, because if you read that by itself, and you're like, huh, well, I guess that means that before the Mosaic law, uh, there was no sin. I mean, it wasn't imputed to you. I mean, we know we had the sin nature, but what happens when you die? Did you just die and that was it? Annihilation and all these different kinds of wacky things. But the conscience of man was still there. Uh, there's other verses in the Bible that talk about that. So they were without excuse. We already talked about that, I believe, in the first couple of chapters of, of Romans. The point is behind the law, as we'll see, and we see in Galatians and we see in other places, but Paul's going to speak about it here, speaking as it, it brought men to the understanding that there was no righteousness within of themselves. In that dispensation, once the law was given, no man had to follow what he said to do. And um, before that, God told people to do things and they obeyed. We just got done talking about that in Romans chapter 4 with Abraham, which was before the law, which was even before circumcision, as we saw in the last chapter. The point is, is man was without excuse, okay? If you think about this as well, if you look at the genealogies, and I'm not talking about trying to trace your own genealogies back, but if you look at the timeline, there was men alive that knew Adam. There was men alive that knew Adam. That's incredible. Almost all the way up until the time of the flood. Wow. People lived for a very long time. So with that being said, don't you think that Adam kept passing that stuff down? Now look, 
God told us to bring a sacrifice, not the fruit of our own labor, not of the ground, but bring a spotless lamb, bring that, and we are to uh, give these sacrifices to God. That's what he told us to do. Also, there was no eating of meat and some other things. Uh, You can go back through there and study that stuff. When the when his great, 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 I don't know how many greats, uh, grandson, Noah, came along. God said, hey, you have 120 years, preach this gospel. Here's the good news. I'm going to flood the earth. I'm going to destroy mankind. You get on the boat, you get on the ark with Noah, you'll be saved. There's one way in, one door. As Jesus said later on, we can see the kind of the comparison now that we have the mystery revealed a little bit to us, excuse me. We see there was one entrance way, and God shut the door when he was done. At the end of 120 years, you didn't get on that on that ark, you were done. Toast. Only eight people got off the ark. And then God gave them the new dispensation, speaking of things to do. You can now you can eat meat and you can do different things. All the way down through there. If you think about it, Noah's sons potentially would have known Abraham, or Abraham would have known them, or at least one generation removed. That's how long people were living back then. So my point is, is that all these things were passed down. God's word was still in the mouths of men, okay? Now men chose to ignore it, even to the point of the flood where they were just wicked continuously on the earth. But the point is, is that when you think of this verse and it's by itself, you can get kind of confused and think, well, but as I read it, Read, uh, you know, prayed on it, and I was just thinking about those things that God always provided His way. You either obeyed it or you did not. Now, people talk about that uh, paradise was called Abraham's bosom. Was there something pre Abraham's bosom? I I think that was paradise and hell. It was just called Abraham's bosom later on, um, but. Uh, I still think that there was there. You know, there's there's some people that think some interesting things, or just don't, it's not very clear on that. But uh, there was a there was a hell and a paradise, and um, so yeah, some people are in here talking about Brother Gabriel's talking about that's how all kindreds exclude are excluding the nation of Israel, or including the nation of Israel. I believe he meant to say descend from Noah's three sons. That's right. And uh, they did these, uh, I saw it, uh, no, it was a while back, you know, they did these studies, and it was a big magazine article, like, wow, you know, we all descended from, it looks like one family group. No, well, I could have told you that, I could have saved you a whole bunch of money, and just pick up this King James Bible right here, and I can just, right here. But there's scoffers, right? We see that in First uh, Peter, I believe it is, scoffers in the world that deny the flood. Well, but my point is, is don't get confused with verse 13. Um, There was always a way, God's way. There was man's way. That was like the Cain's way. He, He wanted to bring his own fruit of his own labor. He wanted to do what he wanted to do. And there was God's way, period. Um, Verse 14, nevertheless, right? Death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Now that's also an interesting verse that we can that we can kind of 
break down some other time. But uh, again, just remember, brothers and uh, sisters out there, that uh, don't get confused with those verses, thinking that there was somehow there was no sin. Sin entered into the world with one man, Adam, and it was passed on by that sin nature. Okay, uh, and as we see here, the figure of him that was to come. I thought that was pretty interesting when I read that because uh, <laughs> when you think about this and, and think about the Godhead and the we are created in the image of God, Adam was the figure of things to come because when he was created, he was not God because God created him. God's not a created being. He has always existed. But the point is he's a figure, the perfect man. Without sin. Now, the second Adam, so to speak, is about to be uh, mentioned here. The figure of him that was to come. Who is that? Verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For through the offense of one, many be dead. Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And hasn't it down through the years. Uh, not as many as there's been a population of the earth, obviously. Few be there that find it. But at the same time, there's been many reconciled because of what Christ did. And when you think about the second Adam right there, you think about not only did Jesus Christ die for us, but he promised something in John 14 and also in uh, somewhat into uh, John chapter 15. But he promised us the gift of God. And uh, again, I did a, a whole series on the gift of God, which is the Holy Spirit. It is the sealing of the Holy Spirit. So he not only gave us the, the Holy Spirit to seal us into the day of redemption, but he also gave us the Holy Spirit to comfort us in our day-to-day walk, to strengthen us as we can read the Word of God and be strengthened and understand and put on that armor of God. But not only that, he teaches us at the same time his word. That's, that's an amazing thought, and that's why it's such an awesome gift. Why would anybody want to... Why wouldn't anybody not want that? Why? I just don't understand, other than the fact that man wants to have his own way. He's, he cannot come to his own... He can't come to, come to the end of his own self. He has to have his way. And before we get wrapped up too much in our own self-righteousness now is in Christ, we know that in us is no good thing. We still are in this body of flesh that doesn't it still want it its own way a lot of times. Oh, man, I do not want to get up at 4.30 and read my Bible. Well, through the power of the Spirit, I can do that. Only through his working and dying to ourselves, crucifying that flesh, die daily, as Paul said. So, what an amazing gift. The free gift, as it says in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Help me out here, brothers. Where did I leave off here? Uh, I think it was verse 15. Mm, yes, I, I left off of verse 15. Okay, uh, verse 16, it says, And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemn, oh, excuse me, as was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. 
For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Our sin debt was paid, paid in full. Uh, there's an old song, and I'm, I'm not sure who sings it, and I just it just kind of popped in my head right now, but it talks about paid in full. I've come, I've done the work I've came to do. Now, again, I'm not sure who wrote that or whatever, but uh, so don't take that as an endorsement by any means. But that's that's it. When he says it is a, it is finished, he paid it all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. Here it is, right here as we just got done reading. That just oh, just filled the world with that one disobedience that Adam and Eve did past all that sin, all of it, but by one man, the perfect man, God in the flesh, fully God and also fully man, he paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Verse 18, therefore, as by the offenses of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Isn't that true? We just got done reading that. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now, I wrote down here the next couple of verses here, 19, 20, and 21. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, Amen for this. Grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, the Bible speaks about in, in Philippians 2, where we get the name for this channel, Let This Mind Be In You. But if you turn over there real quick, it speaks of exactly what uh, we just get done talking about. When it says in verse 6, the very next verse after let this mind be in you, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion, in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So even in you know John 17 and Mark chapter 14 where... You know, he, he, he's, he's humbling himself. He's, he's going under obedience. Because even as man, he's fully man. He knew fully well what he was about to experience. And through the power of the Spirit, when he cries, Abba, Father. And let's, in fact, let's turn to Mark 14. I'm going to show this again. I mentioned this, Abba, Father. That phrase is used three times in the Bible. And every single time it's powerful. Wherein we cry now, Abba, Father, because we have his spirit. His <laughs> brethren, we have the mind of Christ. It's 1 Corinthians 2. I wonder what that is. It's the Holy Spirit of God. Jesus' spirit. The Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 14 and verse, I skipped it. Here we go. Mark chapter 14 and verse 34. And, sa and saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death, Tarry ye here and watch. And he went 
forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. Humbled himself to the cross. So as he was fully God, he was still at the same time fully man. Speaking back to Philippians 2, remember, God in the flesh still humbled himself for you and me. And we squander it all the time, the gift of God. We squander it. As it says in earlier, it says, hope maketh not ashamed. Sometimes we act a little bit ashamed of who we are now. Yes, we have this body of flesh, but we've been redeemed. As somebody mentioned earlier, we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone. Were it not for grace. I would be going down some lonely road to nowhere with my salvation up to me. And uh, the rest of the song escapes me, but uh, as Sister Lizzie was uh, singing or typing in before, we're not for grace. As Brother Druna just said, that's grace. We deserve nothing, but yet he stilled. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and gave us that free gift. It's available. Cry out today for it. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have not had that spiritual birth that we talked about at the beginning, birthdays are fun. I had a great time. Um, I got to, I got to, I got to uh, come home a little bit early from work and rest a little bit. Got to spend time with my wife and my babies. It's an awesome day. My wife got me this nice little binder here. It's got it keeps my notes all nice and neat in it. Just it's awesome thinking about the gifts that I just got. Some of the sweetest gifts were, you know, kisses from my wife, obviously. Happy birthday. I love you. She wrote at the top of this, I am so thankful to spend another year with you. And those were great. The kisses from my young little Millie Grace, who's not even three years old yet, saying, I love you so much, Daddy, was awesome. What a gift. My little son saying da-da and opening up his mouth ah, to give me a kiss was awesome. What a gift. But the gift of God, that free gift of salvation as we just spoke about in Romans chapter 5, so much more, so much more, and I want that for you. But it's a personal choice that you have to make. I can't make it for you. There was a day when I was nine years old in the summer of, of uh, sorry, I'm like skipping out here, in the summer of 1990. No, 91. Sorry. And uh, where I had to make that personal decision myself, where I understood the fact that I was a sinner in the eyes of God, understood my place. As Romans 1, 2, and 3 said, you know, I understood that fully. And I knew who took my place who paid that sin debt for me. And I put my faith and trust in him alone and cried out to him and said, save me. 
Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. Why don't you do that today? If you're watching this video and you've, you've made it through and you've listened to these verses and you've taken the time to watch this video, what are you waiting for? Christ died for you. And while you were yet a sinner, you're a sinner in the eyes of God. You haven't just done wrong in your life, but there's nothing righteous about you whatsoever. You need his righteousness, and he's willing to give it to you. If thou only knew the gift of God and who it was that you asked, of, you know, speaking of the woman at the well, thou would have asked, and I would give it to you freely, the free gift of salvation. Ask today. So, and that's where we're going to stop for tonight as far as Romans chapter 5. Next time, we'll be in Romans chapter 6. Join me uh, next week. It'll be, it'll be on a Friday next week, uh, so whatever day that is. And that's if we're still on Facebook or YouTube, who knows. But uh, Brother James McDonald, if you uh, saw like three or four months ago, he was on here, and uh, he's going to be back on with us. And I'm looking forward to uh, hanging out with my brother here in the studio and speaking through either Romans 6 or whatever God lays on his heart as he comes in. So I'm really, really looking forward to that and uh, hanging out with him. So having that live fellowship with a brother in Christ here at the home studio, no longer on a remote location in New Jersey. But uh, anyways, so Brother Gabriel was talking about the heavenly places. Yes, thank you, Brother Gabriel, for reminding me about that. Brother Tim says, I am thankful for the wife and the puppy the Lord gave me. Well, amen. And, uh, you know, if it's his will, you guys will uh, have children, potentially, and uh, you'll be thankful for them as well. And uh, so. And uh, I'm just going to open it up. We got about 15 more minutes. uh, Did pretty good on time here uh, tonight. And uh, we'll just open up for any comments. I'd really love to know. I, I saw uh, Brother Daruna. Brother Daruna posted on here talking about when he was saved at the age of 33. Amen. And now Brother Gabriel is, is talking about, let me go have a drink of water here real quick. Brother Gabriel says, regarding spiritual birthday, I believed in Jesus around 2015. And then called upon the name of the Lord in the spring of, of this year, 2019. I can't recall the exact dates. Well, amen. Amen. And my mom says good night. Well, good night, Mom. Uh, thank you for coming on here and listening tonight and wishing me happy birthday. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here. Well, God obviously had something to do with that. But uh, I love you, Mom. I'm praying that you, you feel better. And um, everybody keep praying for my mom. She's just, she's hurting every day. And um, lift her up. We now have access to the Holy of Holies. We have uh, wherein we can cry, Abba, Father. He wants to hear from you. So if next time you're, you're speaking to our Heavenly Father, you, you would mention my mom. I would appreciate it. So, but it's amazing to see, uh, Brother Daruna talking about his uh, his testimony there, his spiritual birthday, and Brother Gabriel talking about his spiritual birthday. Let's see somebody else's spiritual birthday. I know I've heard a lot of uh, your testimonies, but, uh, you know, kind of how old you were and um, just some of the little basics around it so we can rejoice that joy, that hope that we have now, that blessed hope that we're going to have uh, that we look forward to. 
So take a little bit of time if you want to just uh, come in here and I'll read that. Um, and again, I'll push this out. If you haven't, if you haven't bought this yet, like I said, it's like it's like a couple dollars a piece or something like that. But how to be saved and know it? Romans one through Romans ten. Uh, Brother JT um, worked long and hard on this. There was a lot of late nights that we were talking back and forth, and uh, I was proofreading through some things, and we were just talking about a couple different um, points. But uh, it's amazing to see start to finish, and uh, the young man worked hard on it. So, And it's a great opportunity that uh, you can leave with one of your family members. You can hand it to them, and they get a chance to read through it. And it's got the King James uh, Bible in it. It's got the word of God, and, and God promises word would not return void or empty. So hand these out, okay? Get some of those today, and uh, he doesn't make any money off these folks. He does it because God laid it on his heart, and he, and, he, and he worked hard on it. So it's a good tool to have. I have uh, several of these at work sitting on my desk, and it says right there, yeah, see if you can see it here, Free, the free gift, the free gift of salvation is right there available, right there, free, gratis for my Espanol brethren out there, Espanol-speaking people, gratis. Brother Gabriel says, I believed in Jesus as a little kid uh, in an organized religion, but then as a teen, I had doubts and then became a lukewarm atheist. Uh, but still had doubts that there was no God. Hmm, my goodness. Still typing, I think. So we'll wait for the rest of that story, as Paul Harvey once said. Now the rest of the story. And while we're waiting on the rest of the story, uh, Sister Lizzie talks about I was 19. I wanted certain things to work out, and they didn't. I called on the Lord right after I fell flat on my faith, face and was heartbroken. Yeah, in our broken state and... Uh, the vulnerabilities, God places those things in our lives. You know, when uh, you know when people die and uh, you go to funerals and so forth and so on, people are thinking about their mortality at that point. It is appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. And that's the perfect opportunity, I would say, to say, you know, whether that person was saved or lost, uh, they may have a testimony of salvation. That's a perfect time to say, you know, they have a blessed hope that one day, even though that body's in the ground, they are seated together already. They are absent from the body, but they're present with the Lord right now. And it's like, well, how can you know these things? Well, I'm glad you asked. God made a way of escape. And thought, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God in the flesh, right here, free. So it's a perfect opportunity. And Sister Lizzie said uh, the full testimony is posted on Tim's channel. And uh, I've watched that, and it's, uh, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great testimony. Um, just seeing, you know, Sister Lizzie had uh, the potential for things of this world. Uh, there was, you know, she's talking about how you know, things happened and she was heartbroken, but, you know, she was working hard at a, at a, at a, at an art and, um, had a lot of different opportunities, but God 
things came in her life and that humbled her and uh, had to come to the end of herself. And when she did, that's when she finally put her faith and trust in Jesus Christ and his righteousness. And uh, I'm so glad he did for you, Sister Lizzie. And uh, I'm so glad you made that decision. And I'm sure Brother Tim is as well, as you are his, uh, his wife there and his helpmeet. Brother Gabriel says, early adulthood, I was an atheist, and my family had different beliefs, about half atheistic and about half Christian, quote-unquote. And they told me their beliefs, which confused me, and I searched for answers. So he's still going here. And Brother Daruna, brother, for your mother's arthritis, yucca and tart cherries are good. Diatomaceous earth also is wonderful. Hmm. I don't know. Is that to preserve the cartilage that the uh, arthritis uh, tears away? Because, brother, she don't have uh, very many joints left that have cartilage in them, and she has all um, fake joints. She's had her hands fused, her, her feet. She's not on here anymore. Both of her knees have been replaced. Both elbows, both shoulders, one hip. It was so aggressive early on. She was 25 when it, I mean, it hit her so hard and just destroyed it. So if those things help with um, preserving cartilage, I'm, maybe she can start taking some of that stuff to pre uh, prevent any of the remainder of the cartilage she has in her joints. But as far as uh, what she's dealing with now more is the pain of a lot of these older surgeries, these uh, failing um, pieces of equipment that's in her body. They only have a certain shelf life, and uh, she's had them for close to 30 years now. So, yeah. But thank you for that, brother, um, for the help there, Brother Daruna. Uh, brother Gabriel says, I stumbled upon Brian Denlinger by chance on YouTube, and I heard him preach things that I'd never heard in organized religions, and I became interested in listening to more of him. Well, there's a testimony of Brother Gabriel of somebody he found on YouTube that was preaching the gospel, and uh, seems like he had a changed life because uh, Brother Gabriel's pretty um, faithful on here and been hearing his his testimony. So it's very good to hear that. Um, if you want to go watch uh, Sister Lizzie's, like uh, she was talking about her testimony, it's on Brother Tim's channel. Um, and that's AVBTM Evangelist Videos. AVBTM Evangelist Videos. Go check that out. Also, Brother Tim's testimony is on there as well. Brother Daruno was giving his testimony. I'm not sure how many other people are on here. It says 10 under my views here. I just don't think there's a... There might just be a few people just watching and uh, maybe don't want to speak up, and that's that's okay. But um, on my on my birthday today, I just thought it would be neat to hear people's spiritual birthdays and the stories surrounding those, the testimonies surrounding those, and uh, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The cherries rebuild the cartilage. Well, interesting. I have to write that down. Uh, what was that called again? Tart cherries. Okay. I don't know if my mom likes cherries, but if it helps, I'm sure she would uh, start. Brother Gabriel keeps going on here about uh, 
Oh, okay. And uh, Brother Gabriel uh, speaks about uh, organized religion. There was nothing in organized religion for him. And uh, just listening to the word of God alone. And Brother Tim says, I sent you a video over Skype of someone who claims they found a cure for their arthritis. Huh. If it's rheumatoid arthritis, that's going to be very interesting. I'll check that out, brother. Thank you very much. Brother JT, you're on here. Hello, Brother JT. I mentioned your uh, your pamphlet a couple times already. And we talked about the free gift tonight in Romans chapter 5, the free gift that's freely available. So... Yeah, Brother Druna says the oxygen in her attack it and it deteriorates it. I'm heartbroken for your mama, man. Sorry again. Yeah, it's something that uh, as a young young man, I really just didn't understand. Uh, I just didn't understand how this loving woman who, who took really good care of us, because I was only about five years old when she was diagnosed and um, we were living in Campbellsville, Kentucky at the time. And I just couldn't understand, you know, how my mama was in so much pain. I had to grow up pretty fast. Um, from an early age, I had to know how to take, kind of take care of myself. Dad was working all the time, you know, to provide for us. Um, and uh, me and my sister had to kind of grow up pretty quick. Brother Gabriel, based on the teachings of Brian, I realized that organized religion is what made me become an atheist, and that's not what being a Christian is about. It's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's amen and amen. It's a personal relationship. And if uh, people want to doubt that, you know, the the figure of of things to come, as we just read in in, uh, Romans chapter 5, what did man do every day with God? He walked with him. He talked with him in the cool of the evening. <laughs> Heard the voice of uh, the Lord walking. We can go back to Genesis and, and look at that. But that's a personal relationship they had going on there, face-to-face, speaking to each other. Uh see. Talked about that. Uh, I forget where that, that's at. But uh, the relationship that they had in the beginning, before sin entered into the world. So, I just I can't find it right now. I I wasn't prepared, but I just thought about that about um, a personal relationship when you, you just mentioned that, brother Gabriel. I grew up in, uh, Brother Tim here, I grew up in a professing Christian household and knew the gospel as I grew up and never truly applied it to myself until I got violent with someone one night and went to jail. Hmm. Before I went to jail that night, I dropped to my knees and called on the, on the Lord to save me. I knew I deserved hell and could not stop my wicked life on my own. Wow. I never knew that, brother. And uh, again, things come into people's life and they can either do one of two, one of two ways, that crossroads that happen. Uh, and God placed something into your life and um, got you to realize something, who you were in the eyes of who, in whose eyes you were that way. In the eyes of a, of a righteous God, you understood that. So, 
Yeah. And I've talked about this too. Um, we have, uh, I understand when people talk about some things. I, I mentioned Brother Brad earlier in the video he made about the, the, the whole YouTube thing that's going on right now. And uh, he made another video talking about childhood conversions and different things like that. And I do understand where that comes from. Um, what I would say is, though, what I, what I want to do in this house and with my young kids is I want to just surround them with just the Word of God. I'm not going to try to convince them. I want the Spirit to do that. And I think being exposed to a lot more of the Word of God, as he said, it will not return void. And uh, so I think that there is possibility. I have a personal, I have no doubts in my mind that I am a saved man. And uh, that happened at the age of nine. I fully understood. We're going to get into that in Romans 7, what I think that means about when the commandments come and um, the understanding that takes place. And I think as we are teaching our young children, we need to teach them just the Word of God, not some sort of structured, hey, you know, if you repeat this prayer after me, you're, you can go to heaven when you die, because of course little kids are going to want to go to heaven and be with mommy and daddy when they die. Okay? <laughs> no, you know. But if you confront them with the Word of God, let the schoolmaster, let the teacher do the teaching and the conviction, and you'll see that change. You'll see them come to that realization, that understanding that, oh, I'm not just sinning against mom and dad. I'm not just doing bad stuff. But, oh, I'm a sinner in the eyes of God. So I think that that happens um, at different ages, and um, I don't want to put a specific age on it, but uh, that's if somebody has a disagreement with that slightly, you know, we can we can talk about that some more at another time. As a kid, the churches I went to, a couple of them did sacraments. Grape juice and crackers can't save you. It's the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ, Brother Gabriel says. Amen. Yeah. So, anyways, I think we're going to try to wrap it up here in a few minutes. I know uh, a few people just came in uh, to the stream. I've seen a couple people, at least on my analytics here that I'm looking at have left, but um, it's been great tonight. We're right at an hour, so I want to go ahead and just kind of wrap it up tonight and um, go spend the rest of the night with my with my bride and uh, go ahead and see you guys next week, Lord willing. You know, maybe we'll see each other in a matter of moments, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. We may see each other face to face as we see our Savior finally face to face see him just as he is Mm, boy that'd be amazing if that happened tonight let's finish up with a word of prayer and uh, i pray that uh, you guys have a great weekend be praying for me as i'm on duty this weekend it's uh you know i don't get to be around my family uh i don't get to be around uh the 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 church family uh the local believers here that uh, we gather together with and so um, let's finish off with a word of prayer. Uh, there's somebody who came in Romans fourteen twelve. What I miss the entirety of the thing, but uh, you can pause it right here and you can rewind all the way back to the beginning. You should be able to do that, and uh, you'll be able to see what you missed if you want to watch it or give it a few minutes and it'll come back up. So I haven't seen you on here before Romans fourteen twelve, but uh, thank you for going. Wait a minute, Romans fourteen twelve. Is this? Is that Brother Vato? It is. 
I I, I couldn't recognize the uh, the picture. Changed his uh, changed his name. Bible believing Vato is now Romans fourteen twelve. Hmm. Well, good to see you on here, brother. <laughs> but uh, you have to you have to turn turn it back and uh, watch it later. But thank you for showing up. And uh, Romans fourteen twelve. I'm going to read that real quick. I don't have it memorized right off the top of my head. I'm going to read it, and then we'll say a word of prayer and uh, pray along with me that the, the Lord would use this video tonight. We, we talked about the amazing free gift of God, and uh, that it would use this. Somebody would be edified. I've been edified just studying through it. But more importantly than that is that somebody's eternal destination would change. Romans 14.12 says, So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Yep, and you either stand in there in your own righteousness or in his. I pray that you're standing in Christ's righteousness. Because his justification, just as if you've never sinned, the only way is when sees the blood pass over you. What an amazing picture. But uh, let's, let's finish up with a word of prayer tonight. Brethren, sisters, it's been great to be on here on Let This Mind Be In You. I've enjoyed it. Let's finish up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for the free gift. Lord, thank you for reconciliation. Lord, thank you for everything. We were unworthy. We were sinners, deserving everything that was coming to us, but you took our place. Lord, thank you for the free gift, and Lord, thank you for the simplicity of the gospel that by putting our faith and trust in what you did and understanding what our positions are and admitting that to you, believing and confessing both in prayer and just crying out to you. Lord, the fact that you've made it simple as that, that even a nine-year-old little boy can recognize the fact that he's a sinner in the eyes of God and there's nothing righteous in himself and you can save that one. Lord, thank you for saving me. Lord, thank you for my wife's testimony of salvation. Lord, thank you for her. Lord, thank you for giving me another year on this earth. Lord, you haven't taken me home, so I need to occupy till you come or you take me out of here. Lord, help me to be ambassador, ambassador for you today, tomorrow, throughout. Be a minister of reconciliation now. Give that good news, that gospel to those around me. Lord, we pray for this uh, pamphlet that JT has uh, put out. Lord, we ask that your word, as you promised, would not return void. Lord, as everybody's praying tonight that are watching this video, Lord, please, that one that's closest to hell, that's about to step out into eternity before it's eternally too late, Lord, would you convict them? Would you press upon that one person that may be listening tonight or down the road they're hearing this video and reach out? Lord, help them to go, to, as our brother has talked about, not to some sort of man-made religion, but Lord, go to your perfect word of God and put their faith in you alone. Lord, please bring that conviction. Lord, help us through the power of your spirit to live the way you would have us to live and understand what position we have now 
with you. We ask all these things in your precious holy name and for his sake. Amen and amen and amen. So thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me again on Let This Mind Be In You. Join me next Friday. Tell all your friends. Tune in and watch uh, myself and uh, Lord willing, Brother McDonald will be here as well. It's going to be a good time. So I'll see you next time on Let This Mind Be In You. Be ambassadors. Walk worthy, brothers, sisters. Love you in the Lord. God bless.